we're going back to my favourite film era, I think. Wait, hang on. Is this Does this creep into the 90s or is this 2000? It's 2000. Okay, but it still exactly. had the look. Still had the look of a 90s movie. Yeah, for sure. Final Destination. Yeah. Which is a good title because for a lot of the people in this, it was their final destination. It was. Because they died. They did, yeah. yeah. Or... Yeah. Really, it's the first of five destinations, really, because there are four sequels and another one coming. Yeah, no, I didn't, oh, is there? I didn't really know that there was five of them. I knew there was a few of them, but yeah. I, like when I've seen after I've seen the, the you know the recommendation, and I looked on on Prime and I've seen so many of them. I was like, Jesus Christ, I've missed a few of them. Yeah, I think I've only seen up to three. Okay, and I couldn't tell you. So one of my questions is going to be: Is the guy, the protagonist in this, does he reappear in the next one? I can't, I cannot remember. No, he is callously killed off screen in between movies, in Holy between shit. Final Destination one and two. Surely yeah. all the deaths should appear on screen. And that's the whole point. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think he's just referred to in a newspaper article. But yeah, this is the original Final Destination. Yeah. Yeah. First time you'd seen it, or no? I've seen it before. Yeah. First yeah, I'd seen it before, but long. I think at the cinema, maybe. Yeah. I'm not. Since. I remember obviously the same like most films. You're gonna watch it once, and it leaves an impression, and then that's it. There's not, you know. And this was pretty much the second time I've seen it. Mm. It wouldn't shock you to learn that I can just kind of remember elaborate deaths and yeah. not a lot else, really. You yeah, know, that's the the lasting impression you get. What I got. So this starts off with what's his name, the main dude, Alex Browning. It's Devon Sawar. Yeah. He was Stan in the Eminem uh, video. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's a storm and like lots of shots of mundane things, but framed in a sort mm. of slightly spooky way, like ominous music and a fan flipping pages of a book and like a symbol banging toy monkey and yeah. that sort of shit. And it takes up a good four minutes of a ninety-minute. It, it started dragging. I was like, this is a really shit intro because it's just going on and on and i couldn't tell what the things because he kept going back to the fan yeah and it's like okay what's that foreshadowing well it's the start of the idea that you you know everything in the world should be paid attention to but not everything is going to pay off right because that is like a big theme in the movie and the good you know the fun of the red herrings of the deaths so yeah it goes on for ages alex in his bedroom he grabs his copy of death of a salesman lol and a guide to paris and he's already a nervous flyer you can see that in his interactions with a lot his of parents. people are actually a lot, pe- lot of people i know are like properly so a friend of ours that we went to school with just will not fly mm. and i know other people who are fucking terrified but will still travel but have to That's- value more stuff like that and i must admit as i get older i'm a bit like ugh. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not going to stop me going anywhere, but I'm just a bit like, oh, I could do with landing anytime now. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. up in the air is fine. It's taking off and landing. So the fun of having those turbulence. two terrifying moments in between. I just don't like turbulence. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone enjoys it. But it's always the the same thing. As long as if it's if you get, I've only had really bad ones only once, and you always do the same. You look at the staff, and they were just they're just there looking at. That's it. my go to. It's like, so, can I see the horizon is flat, and as in not flat earth but like it's level <laughs> and the if if the crew are nervous then, then I would really I would trouble. fucking shit myself so, so then uh, yeah. f- that's always for me like you look and obviously there's someone in front of you all the time they're the, and they're using mm. the strap on and they look well, sorry what <laughs> <laughs> they're using they a strap, strap on yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I fly I don't know how other people <laughs> yeah. do it but. anyway he's off to Paris with his strap on for 10 days with his class and there's a nice dissolve from the alarm clock that flickers at 1am to 180 which is the flight that he's taking and a bunch of his classmates assemble for the flight and mm. we sort of meet the principal characters 
So, and we know that they're the principal characters because they're all named after famous horror That's directors right. yeah. or horror stars. We've got Alex Browning, who was named after Todd Browning, who did Freaks and Dracula. Carter Horton, he's named after the director Peter Horton, who did Children of the Corn. He's like a teddy boyish jock who's openly humping his girlfriend, Cherry, Terry Cheney, in Departures, named Is after London. Is that Kerr? Kerr Smith? Uh, yes, in, um, Kerr Smith, yeah. Dawson's Creek as well, I remember him from. That's right, yeah. 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 There's his girlfriend. She's going to get spectacularly smashed into by a bus in a huge, like, <laughs> unexpected yeah. reveal, a bit like that one. Yeah. And this bit, I didn't remember this. So he is just like, you see the plane crash. Yeah. As they're flying, I think there's some, like we were just talking about, some turbulence and things start to go really awry and all the things drop down from the ceiling and yeah. then the vibrations become more intense. Like half the side of the fuselage just bursts open. People get ripped out. Yeah. Engines explode. There's a spray of like, blood across. I don't, remember, I don't remember this. And then you know, the, it all explodes and he gets, and I'm like, oh, it's a dream, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, because Alex gets, you know, engulfed in flames and dies. He's like, okay, well, yeah, right. Then he wakes up yeah. in his seat perspiring and he runs to the, the next seat that he was going to sit next to and he turns the catch and, you know, it's, it breaks in his hand just as it did in yeah. his dream. In his dream, and yeah. So he completely freaks out and, you know, he said, the plane's going to go down, blah, blah, blah. And then he ends up getting dragged off by security. Yeah, he um, says on the flight, uh, as in on the plane, he says the plane's going to explode. That's a real no-no if you say that on a plane. And if you say, any, if you mention anything about a bomb, you're out of there. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's Although fact. this was 2000, so I think it was before. Yeah, still, there was, you know, Lockerbie and stuff before 9-11. It's just not, like, you can't talk yeah, about Yeah, you can't really shit. say that, but, you know, at, at least it was yeah. not after that, so... And as as they're all, you know, him and a couple of classmates and one of the teachers ends up on the ground as the plane takes off without them and Stifler, God, are you dick? It's the first time he says it many times, looks out the window and yeah, the plane just explodes and yeah, wow, in the middle of a physical altercation, I think, between Yeah, Alex because they all Carter. accused him of being a knob pretty much, just yeah. like, all right, what are you doing? We could have been there, we could have, three hours, we're going to have to wait, the teachers, yeah, I think annoyed. everyone's annoyed that they missed the flight. They're still, get, they're still going, they're going on a later flight and they're annoyed that they're going to miss half a day of this trip because Americans don't often leave America, so no. to miss out on half a day in Paris, they're all raging. So um, the people who got off were his best mate, Todd, who left his brother behind, George. Terry and Carter end up going off. Stifler got caught up in it all. And Mrs. Luton. And there's one other, which is... The French teacher. Yeah. She's quite they have, a, they have a debate about which one's going to go. Yeah. And she's like, well, you speak French, so you better go. Yeah. Unlucky. So she's going to carry some <laughs> And she was fit skill. and he wasn't. So obviously she was going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And Clear Rivers, who was Ali Lata, she's kind of a loner book smart. You can tell how smart she is because she can translate the French and she's reading two different books in the airport, which possibly continuity gone wrong. Or, um, or she's just that or smart. She's just she finished, that smart. finished that one already and started yeah, a new one. Exactly. So yeah, they all get caught off and everybody's weirded out and he they're talking to him like, have you got second sight? All this sort of stuff. And they're, they're interrogated by FBI agents Wiener and Shrek. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Shrek, obviously, after the Nosferatu, is it? Max Shrek, I yeah. guess, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's brilliant because all the way through, people are going, get me Agent Shrek and stuff. And it's, the movie Shrek didn't come out for another year, so it wasn't funny then, but it's funny now. It's that's very funny now everyone's parents come to get them to take them away except Ali Lata's because they're dead which she's going to tell us that later mm. and so Alex's mum and dad drop her outside in the pouring rain <laughs> and just leave her to fuck it's amazing <laughs> that 90s aesthetic 
Anyway, a few days, uh, 40 days later or whatever, there's a memorial service mm-hmm. and a load of stuff for that. And it's a sort of distraught looking Todd gives this big emotional speech about death and how it could be round every corner. And you never know that it's on the day that's just begun. And it's on the day that just begun for him because death does come calling for him. Yeah. The best, ma- the best friend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In the bath. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a... A kind of leak behind... Is it the toilet leak? Yeah. Just next or behind the toilet, something like that. He's on his computer. Or he's doing something. He, he cuts himself shaving. I say he's having a shave, isn't he? Yeah. Then he sees this like mysterious inky blackness in the mirror and he turns around. There's always a, there's always a like a gust of wind yeah. that, before every death. Then on goes the John Denver... Yeah, because you always all that's the another one. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's that's something to talk about because John Denver obviously died in a plane crash, and yeah. they play his music throughout the film. And you'd be like, <laughs> a bit tasteless. I don't know. Well, and a lot of the events here, you know, it was based on a, a famous story about a real. The news footage is a real. Yeah, and you're like, it's a little bit tasteless. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, as Todd takes the washing line off a bath, he kind of, it slips and the wire wraps around his neck and his feet slide on the bath due to the soap and he can't get out and his eyes... Right, so this one, I was like, you could get out of this one. Well, just, not if the mysterious forces of death and fate are Yeah, I mean, there you. is that. But I was like, just slow down and then you could just stand up, surely. Like, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. It, was pretty, it did look gruesome. Like, his eyes go, as I'd imagine, what happens when you are suffocated. Is that... It's like, you know, they go completely bloodshot and almost like they're going to burst and he's desperately reaching for a knife or a pair of scissors. It was the nail, yeah, the nose hair trimmers. But he's expired before he's able to untangle himself. A really horrible, cruel, elaborate death. And it's also, you get to see the the water where the leak was pulling itself back into the pipe. Yeah. Or be so then, yeah. So then you're like like a supernatural kind of vibe to it. Yeah. It's reversing itself. Yeah. So obviously death has its hands in it. But it was a plumber. Yeah. But didn't want to. <laughs> but didn't. But didn't want to show itself. <laughs> so anyway, the it, they all declare it suicide basically, and everybody's resentful yeah. of Alex, but suspicious of the suicide verdict. Alex and Clear decide to break into the mortuary to go and inspect. Completely the body. natural thing to do. Well, he also he also gets the clue. With a, with a magazine or whatever it was that went through the fan. And That's right. There's a piece of paper that lands in, on his lap and it just says Todd. Yeah. Runs to the house. The dad is a bit right. upset with him. Why, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. He's so upset that he killed himself and why would he kill himself all that? Somehow it's your fault. And then yeah. she was there as well, clear. Yeah. She, she was there randomly behind Unexplained, the tree. Unexplained, yeah, just, just there. Behind the tree. Yeah. And so you, you have to leave. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So that's when they decide to break into the mortuary and they break in from a skylight. Above easily it, done. Just, with definitely without a method of, of exiting at all, because they didn't leave a rope or anything. Yeah. And then they meet creepy mortician William candy Bloodworth. Yeah, yeah. The candy man, Tony Todd. And he tells, he basically Well, first of all, the, the, the corpse the jerks, doesn't he? Yeah, like they go, oh my god, yeah, jump scare, and he explains what that's all about: gases or nerve, just some nerve endings or something. Yeah, it's some creepy shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was quite funny because they didn't seem to be scared by him that much. No, I'm fucking got, terrified. Yeah, well, they got scared by the movement of the body, but then he's just this guy that is really he's badly also, overacting. He's also and like, explains that you're definitely going to die. He's yeah. also <laughs> the death. Yeah. In in you know quote-unquote the death and he explains all these things but when they see him he, they just think oh 
oh, there's a man here. It, it's <laughs> yeah. not even... What's he doing? Yeah. After hours. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> and he equally is a bit like, he's supposed to be a serious mortician, but two children have broken into his <laughs> yeah. like mortuary. So I don't know. And he just lets them leave after explaining the rules. So anyway, Alex is getting pretty unhinged and he's talking to Clear about looking... Is that the name? Clear Rivers. Clear yeah, Rivers, it's yeah. weird because it's not C-L-E-A, like clear. No. It, it's actually clear as in to clear something up. It's C-L-E-A-R, which I think is a weird yeah, Christian name. Anyway. Yeah. He's talking about looking for signs that death is coming for them, literally as he looks in the reflection of a cafe window and sees a mm. bus, but there's no bus around. And then the others turn up and this is where the girlfriend, just as she's saying, oh, we can't let this shit define me, is absolutely <laughs> smashed by a bus. Brilliant. <laughs> Even though I knew it was coming, it's still brilliant. Oh, see, to I'd look, forgotten. To I'd forgotten for. every death. Oh, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I kind of knew in a way, but it was still a bit like, oh, yeah. Oh, that was that was probably one of the best ones. Yeah, you like, get the classic like reaction shot and the blood spray, you know, across them all. It's so it was, sprays yeah, it was, a seven it was across. It sprays a seven across him. Oh, I didn't realise that. Because yeah, he's the seventh victim. Right, okay. Mm. Nice. And apparently, test audiences were so like distressed by it that they had to throw in a little scene or something of like an Alka-Seltzer dropping or something just to dissolve the tension before it went into the next. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, so, that's good. Yeah. So anyway, the TV has worked out what's happened on the flight. So Alex then works out basically that everybody's dying in the order that they would have done according to the events of what happened. Yeah, he's able flight. to draw it. He's able to plot it on a, a seat thing yeah yeah on top of the screen of his computer and he works out that mrs luton is next and she's stalking her killed off in a real drawn out that's my favorite one it's brilliant yeah (laughs) she's got the motif it's got like a stained glass door yep with a sword in it yeah um which is good because (laughs) and then they do a really like long lingering shot of her steak knives and there's the knife block yeah there's the the vodka yeah there's the computer there's the fire (laughs) there's the impaling of the knife there's the yeah it's just great and then just as alex comes to kind of save her almost but he's been pinched yeah he's already been pinched and interviewed by the fbi again yeah because he keeps turning up where people are dying but there's nothing to like pin on him because he hasn't done anything yeah but as soon as he leaves and goes straight to her house and this so she's in the midst of dying at this point she's yeah. there's still a knife something into something her chest. the first thing like slices her throat she she pours there's vodka goes into the computer which that's blows right. out the screen and slices that's her right, throat yeah. and there's blood everywhere and it lights there's a fire from the computer that lights the vodka then she reaches for something she? that's she, what pours the knife and i'm like that wouldn't fall hard enough to, anyway it stabs her yeah and so she's bleeding out but she's still alive and then the chair that's what happens when he gets to the chair yeah. has fallen down and just tap the knife in a little bit more to, yeah. to finish her off and it's, it's more john denver playing it's a great well. one that one it's I, brilliant. I did enjoy that yeah yeah and then obviously as he runs out of the house stifler's there randomly on a bike that's right and then he <laughs> runs out of the house the house explodes yeah as if you would have some TNT or something in there. Yeah. And then he sprints and Stifler tells everyone that he was there. He was at the crime scene. And and he, the same as you do, he tried to take the knife out, fingerprints on the knife, mm-hmm. blood footprints, footprints everywhere, everywhere yeah. mm-hmm. clearly. And now he's trying to hide. Yeah, death's and- framing him. Uh, this framing him and clear and goes off to hide at the crash site of one of flight 180 and clear gets the rest of the gang together and this is where they she t- she reveals that her parents her father died when she was 
10 shot and killed in a robbery and her mother just kind of fucked her off after that after meeting another guy who yeah. Dish, yeah. Yeah, wasn't we also it. find out that she besides the fact that she can read two books in an airport before the flight she can weld as well yeah so, so she's she can weld the most appalling sculpture of our main guy Alex and then say it's like you and he's like oh great but they do they have a connection don't they they do they do start there's a budding romance in the off in the, in the midst of all of this so anyway in they're all the remaining people now that could be picked off by death have had the situation explained to them about death's design and the order and Carter says do you know who's next and all this shit and then he's like I'm going to go out on my own terms I'm going to park my car in front of a speeding train but Alex who's had a vision of the seatbelt breaking manages to free him at the last moment before the train smashes them mm. and I think everybody makes it out of that one alive don't they marginally Stifler has a bit of a, a shocker yeah, yeah he repeated he, shots of a there's a piece of sheet metal on the floor that's that's vibing around where the train's coming and then eventually it's like flicked up and just not a full decapitation i think it's from the mouth it takes yeah. him out at yeah. the mouth yeah yeah and it's like comically head like rolls along the floor and, and his all... body stands there just for a, maybe a half a three quarters of a second it's yeah. just great yeah yeah really good stuff so yeah not all of them make it out of that scene but yeah nearly so who've we got left? Alex and Clear, basically. And Carter. And Carter, that's right. Yeah. So Alex goes out to Clear's father's cabin in the woods and sort of like safety toddlerizes it, basically. Puts like <laughs> yeah. duct tape on shit and corks on stuff. And he's got these gloves on and he's eating like baby food or something and chewing every mouthful a thousand yeah, times to make it was very strange i don't know what kind like of food razor was, blades but... in the food or whatever and then you know there's a silly moment with a fish hook or yeah. something it definitely comes from except then he realizes hang on a minute i never actually changed places or we did you know in yeah the because there was two places. hotties who wanted to change seats and yeah. he didn't yeah so he suddenly remembers actually i'm not next it's clear yeah so he legs it off gets uh, rows across a, a a lake because presumably death can't hurt him on the water in a tiny boat in in the middle of a lake but yeah anyway well he has to do that to avoid the the federales because they're on his case yeah they're they're hightailing after him and he eludes them by face planting into the ground and having a tree fall <laughs> on him yeah and yeah that was i was just random. like just look to the side yeah <laughs> yeah because he's he's obviously drowning in a puddle yeah because he's pinned down but you're like I'm just sure turn your just, face just do that like yeah. just just move a little bit anyway he does make it out clear is been pinned down by a rogue electrical cable yeah and a load of water that's gone from her outdoor swimming pool and yeah um, and there's also some terps i think has, has been yeah and probably a bear on cocaine or something as well i mean it's all happening now at this point yeah so it's a mission for him to get there yeah. he knows what's going down he also loves her so he really he's doubly motivated now because she is really really quite attractive she is and he's a nothing so he's punching so yeah he's just done well here and yeah so he he's kind of grabs essentially the gets like, thrown goes into hero mode he tells her not to touch anything because she's in the car you're earthed yeah and so he grabs the cable and um just like very slightly burns his hand yeah <laughs> so he's all right he's all right cut to six months later six in months Paris. later and everything's better and we know that because she's now no longer dark haired she's gone blonde and no right. fringe she's they're, got like longer hair and, stuff. and, they're, and they're also holding hands so yeah oh, right, right. and they're, this definitely wasn't a lot 
like in LA, this is definitely on shot in location. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely had that prison vibe. They might as well have had people with berets and like garlic around them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've, they've gone to Paris to finally have the holiday that they didn't have, but in a sort of blackly comic finale, death just decides to come for them and they're smashed to pieces by a falling sign. Carter is saved, isn't he? And then he shouts. I thought it was just. It was just Carter that got killed here. Carter gets... Somebody... He saves Alex. Yeah. And then Carter is killed because he doesn't realise the physics of the sign behind him and it smashes him out. Yeah. Oh, uh, is he? Yeah. Okay. And so there, there you go. Gone. Ouch. Yeah. So that's... There's just a clear end. Just clear, I think, then, is it? Well, she, Alex dies off screen between movies. Yeah. He's referenced. So yeah. at, at the end of the movie, Clear and Alex are still... Alive, yeah. Yeah, the only ones to tell the story but death is coming for them but even like the six months after when they're all sitting there they're all just going oh wasn't that it was like it's like a real you know unfortunate series of events that happened no one's got any like ptsd or yeah. like horrendous trauma from all the like murdering oh and- we, we, funny we got on a plane again <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i know yeah. they literally do do that don't they? they go playing like oh you know it's a bit traumatic oh but we're all fine <laughs> but yeah it's amazing it's brilliant it's, <laughs> yeah, it's great it's brilliant oh it was to be fair i have to say when i watched it the first time i thought it was amazing it is amazing I, well it still is but <laughs> but uh, a bit more comical now yeah. you know after a while the same like most movies you know you watch the godfather and it's kind of a comedy now it's or, not as or, good as this or yeah exactly <laughs> or, or you watch i don't know scarface and it turns into a, a few comedic scenes but this one is Half of it is comedy now. I felt like that the first time I watched it, really. I was pissing myself laughing. I, I, and- I, I'm definitely not taking itself too seriously, that, which is how it works. No, yeah. but at the same time, I thought it was it was the perfect combination between yeah, funny, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. funny and, and the, the bus thing, which I never expected. The the cable thing, I thought at the time, I remember watching it and I thought it was so, so much suspense. Now I thought this is like a live snake, but with electricity in it. Yeah. But it's still great. I mean, it's, it's, it's still- it is gratuitous because you're just there for the death. You're waiting, you know, you're not there for the characterization. You're just like, who's going to die next? How are they going to die? You know, it's just how elaborate can it be? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it fucking, yeah, it works. I, I, I haven't seen all five. Watching this did make me want to go back and I think they're all the on Prime at the moment. Oh, so. well, great. Yeah. So, uh, and I've, I think maybe I got a bit bored of it a little bit when I got, maybe I think I got three films in and it's just like, they're just getting a bit silly, like a bit too silly. Mm. But I think now I've been like, I'm, I'm all in. I'm well this. up for another one. I'll yeah. keep, I'll, if they keep making them, I'll, I'll watch them. Yeah. So strong recommend, I think, from us. Yeah. Yeah. Any more trivia that's worth talking about? <sighs> No. I mean, it's like strong recommend from us. Strong recommend from the audience as well. It, it was thrown together for a mere twenty-three million, mm. and yeah, big winner. So one hundred and thirteen mil at the box office. So, and created a friend, you know, and which is yeah, obviously and that's why well. it becomes a franchise because it's it's a good success story. Apparently, it was originally it was going to be an episode of the X-Files called Soul Survivor or, yeah. or inspired by a story called Soul Survivor but became this one uh, I think I'm glad that it did yeah yeah. well it, 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 they are they were X-Files writers the two chaps who did it James was it James Wong yeah him yeah. Wong something Mr. Wong James Wong I think yeah, yeah. Mr. Wong so yeah pretty good very good <laughs> 